Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. Thanks for tuning in to the Activate podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, lead pastor of Journey Church International. My name is Ryan, the Next Steps Pastor, and I'm I'm happy to be joining you again today on the podcast. In this episode, we will be uh, discussing the second message from our new series, Whispers, How to Hear the Voice of God. Pastor Christian, it's good to be back doing this with you. Um, last week, our church was given the 40-day Be Still Challenge in order to hear from God. And we've already heard, man, really a lot of people taking the challenge. Why? If I could ask you, why is this challenge one of the most important challenges they will ever take? So I love the name of this challenge, and I love the psalm that it comes from, Psalm 46, you know, where where Scripture says God is an ever-present help in trouble. You know, we're, we're living in a world that right now just is filled with a lot of heartache, um, a lot of discouragement. So I, I love the thought of being still. Um, because when you be st- when when you will be still, you'll have the opportunity to hear from God. But I think if people can learn to halt, I mean, the whole first message was about creating a supernatural space so people could hear supernatural communication. But when you begin to carve out space, you're also going to begin to have time to communicate with your spouse. You're going to have time to communicate with your kids. You might find time to work out and communicate with your health. You might find time to develop a hobby and communicate with your emotions. So I think just this whole thought of, man, maybe my life is is at a pace that doesn't work for me. And if I have to stop to hear from God, maybe I need to stop to hear from a, a whole lot of things, I think is really good. But for this challenge being one of the most important that people ever take spiritually, you know, I think we we have this basic premise that we talk about in this week's message. If God is real, and if He created us for relationship, um, then our life is only truly fulfilled in relationship with God, not just relationship with church. I mean, church is a part of it. Hearing sermons are a part of it. Uh, but we are only fulfilled living in relationship, and relationship is communication um, with, with the God of heaven who wants to spend an eternity with us. So I think when when we develop the skills and the lifestyle that helps us hear from God, uh, I think we hear from God and we begin to see God in everything. If you've ever been through the Experiencing God um, curriculum that many people listening to this podcast will have, once you begin to be aware of God, uh, you see Him everywhere. It's like those little those little 3D puzzles that you look at and there's a picture embedded in them and you can't see it um, until you adjust your eyes or you adjust your vision a little bit and then you finally see the real picture once you finally see it, that's all you can ever see. Once you really begin to hear from God, you always hear from God if you continue to put yourself in those positions. And if we're created to be in relationship with God, can't do that very well unless we communicate with Him. I think it's why when we head out into the country, the quietness is there and we hear things we don't hear in the city. Yeah, it's not quiet. only in the country, but every mission trip anyone has been on, right? That They talk about not just the serving that they get to do, but the radically slowed down pace of every place but America. Uh, that's just a reality, right? You you just it's like you get permission to slow down when you're not in the grind of this life. Men's group I was at this morning, the guys were looking forward to really stilling their hearts more so they could hear from God. So, what it's a awesome. great what a great challenge, you know. In your message you talked about the condition of Samuel's heart. You know, why why is the condition of our heart so important in order for us to hear from God? You know, we talk about having a soft heart. 
um, or a heart that can receive. In the Old Testament, uh, it talked about when King Saul really began to walk with God, it says his um, that he was changed into another man. Jeremiah and Ezekiel prophesied that a heart of stone would be removed and replaced with a, with a heart of flesh. So there's this thought in Scripture of having a soft heart to want to receive from God. Uh, and I think it's it, I think it's it's important not only to have a soft heart that will receive from God, but to have an open heart that leaves God room to speak in it. Because uh, if we really hear from God, God's going to say some things that make our life better, for sure. But God's going to say some things that make our life different. If we really believe there's a God who created us, who's got this perfect standard of holiness, when we meet him, there's going to be some things in our life that are off. And I think coming to God with a soft heart, a submissive heart, and saying, I know I don't know everything that I need to know about life, but if you're willing to teach me, I'll do my very, very best to follow if the Holy Spirit will help me. I think that invites God in deeper to say, God, I want you to speak to even areas of my life that I'd, I'd prefer not to change. Uh, areas of my life where I feel pretty content right now, but if it's not your perfect holiness in me, I I am willing to receive that and try my very, very best to follow you the way you want me to with the help of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think that just just like reaching to your radio and turning up the dial, which no one does anymore. They just punch it on you know, on their steering wheel, right? But that that is increasing the volume of God in our life. The softer our heart is, the more willing we are to respond and to submit to what we hear. I think the louder God speaks in our experience. And, and Samuel what? Samuel had been born and raised to serve God. Spent a lot of time serving God before he learned to hear from God. And when he finally learned to hear from God, like we talked about this week, the message wasn't easy. But the fact that he was willing to receive it and that he was willing to say it kept God continually speaking to him often. So I think God will speak to us. And as we receive and as we put things into us, he'll speak to us more. So Samuel had a soft heart uh, and then he had a strong heart that, that would receive it. And actually do what God told him to do. I think what's so great about this is, you know, we learned how to hear from God. But what's great is we've got a lot of people who are newer in their faith. And, and I, I've been trying to encourage them that God's concerned about your heart. You may not know how to do everything right now, but come to him with a pure heart that just says, Lord, speak to me. I want to learn. I want to grow. And so we ought to have that same attitude, whether we've been a Christian 10 years or 20 years, just a soft heart to want to hear from him and then do the things that will help us to learn. In almost Almost everything God speaks to us about, um, it takes the journey of a lifetime to do, right? I mean, Christianity is is not a series of finish lines. It's a series of steps that lead to an ultimate finish line one, one day in the future, which is why our, our church is called Journey. A lot of things God speaks to your heart. You think, man, I could never do that in a lifetime, but over a lifetime, I'll try. It's just it's just a different, you know, you're not looking to just continue to finish projects. You're looking to start a journey that has one ultimate finish when we meet Jesus. You know, in Romans one twenty, it shares, you know, just a unique way that God gets our attention um, through his creation. And so kind of a personal question, where where has God spoken to you the most through his creation? You know, Scripture also says that uh, creation groans. Um, waiting for God's promises to be restored because when when sin happened, creation broke. It didn't just break humanity, it broke creation. When we read early in Genesis about the perfect world that God created, it, it was a world where Adam would have to work very little for the earth to produce in order to take care of mankind. The earth was shaped to take care of mankind. And when Adam sinned, it broke Adam and it broke the earth. Just recently, 
I mean, in real time, I, you know, I've been watching the hurricanes of nature. I've been watching the earthquakes in Mexico. I've been watching nature that appears to be fighting against humanity. And I'm reminded that wasn't the way God created it to be. God, God created a world that was supposed to serve uh, and enhance humanity and sin, the brokenness of the world. Uh, literally, we, we broke, we broke earth. Like we broke the systems of earth that were created to take care of us. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, I watch right now. Um, it's weird to say God's speaking to me through that, but I'm just reminded, I'm reminded of the brokenness, not only of people, but of our planet. I'm reminded of the brokenness of our world and our need for Jesus, not just when I look at people. You know, I look at what happened in Las Vegas and I think, man, we need Jesus. We, we need the new created world of eternity. But when I watch hurricanes or I think about earthquakes, I think we need Jesus. We need the new created order um, of eternity because things weren't created to be that way. We, we broke it. Um, and now people who, you know, who didn't broke it are suffering the repercussions of that brokenness. Uh, so when I look at, when I look at broken creation, Man, I just long for eternity. And every now and then when I, when I look at what I would call perfect creation, I think this is probably more what your, what your question is, is poised to. When I see a beautiful sunrise, when I see a beautiful sunset, um, when you land for vacation at your favorite beach or you get nestled into your favorite mountain and you woke, you, you wake up and it snowed that morning. When you see what appears to be creation at its perfect finest moment, again, I long for heaven. I think, man, I want to be in a place where every day I'm touched this much yeah, by like God's this. creation. Yeah, yes. It looks so, this amazing. Yeah. yeah. So in, in all those things, um, I, I'm just realizing God is speaking to me more through, through the good and the bad. My heart just longs for Jesus. You know, God spoke to Samuel because he wanted a relationship with him. How do you remember God speaking to you that that led you to having a relationship with him and and maybe how has he spoken to you in recent years that has strengthened your relationship? Sure, well for me it was very much like it was for Samuel and probably like everyone listening to this podcast. I mean God initially spoke to me through this baby bird process, right? That we talked about last week that um a pastor would hear from God and then they would kind of regurgitate, regurgitate that it. yeah, but regurgitate that back up for us. Um the first time I heard from God, God was was when I was six years old, and I heard a pastor talk about Jesus, and I heard him talk about sin, and I heard him talk about heaven, and I heard him talk about hell, and I heard him talk about forgiveness, and God spoke to me through his message, and I realized I needed Jesus because my sin had hurt God, and with my sin, I could not spend an eternity with God. I mean, that was my first ever um, opportunity to hear from Jesus, but it was from the lips of someone else, and for most of my life, I heard from Jesus through sermons. Uh, probably around middle school, I started hearing from Jesus through serving. So for me, early it was sermons, but then it turned it turned to, to serving, uh, going on mission trips with my youth group, honestly, going on serve days with my youth group, and, and just, I think, not only seeing um, need, but seeing that I could help just made something click inside of me that, hey, I think I'm, I'm doing what I'm create what I'm created 
to be doing. This this just feels really, really right. So I, I've heard from God in sermons. I've heard from God in uh, in serving. When I finally got into my late high school years and I began to read the Bible and memorize scripture, I began to hear from God from God through scripture. So it's a process that happens for a lot of people. You know, I hear from God through the pastor sermons. Then I begin to hear from God through my own serving. Then I begin to feed myself through scripture. And for me, reading the Bible was one part of feeding myself. But then in college, one of my mentors challenged me to memorize scripture. And the, the craziest thing happened. You know, I started out with these scripture memory cards. I would memorize scripture and I would think about the scripture while I was memorizing. I was memorizing the book of James. So, you know, I'd have a little flashcard with James 1 1 on the front. And then, you know, I'd quote that verse James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes scattered throughout the nations. Greetings. And I'd turn it over and I think, nailed it. Um, and I, I would memorize scripture while I was memorizing it. But a couple weeks after that, I'd be driving down the road, and all of a sudden, I'd start quoting that scripture. Um, you know, I, I live with, with, with probably an uncommon and sometimes an unhealthy intensity, uh, and that, no that's way. <laughs> that's what I've been told. Um, so when I'm driving on the left lane in the high on the highway, and someone's going the speed limit or less than the speed limit, I think that the left lane is to go just a little faster than the speed limit. I'd find myself getting frustrated, getting angry, and all of a sudden I'd hear James one twenty. You know, a man's anger doesn't bring about the righteous life that God desires. And I think, wait a minute, I don't have my card. I don't have my Bible. I'm not quoting this, but God is now that scripture I've tucked away in my heart and in my head in real time is coming to me. And God is like chastising me through what I know, but what I'm not applying. Um, so, I, you know, it, it was sermons, it was serving, it was scripture. And, and now it has gotten into where it's just, a, it's like a self-awareness, like you just, the more you are aware of God and his word and his will and your sin, you just kind of hear it and you see it everywhere. I mean, you do. I've been, I've been with you when, you know, I hear you invite someone this subway to come be a part of our church at some, at something, you know, we've been together when we've, when we've been sitting at a meal with somebody counseling them and we can say, you know, I think God wants me to tell you, it just becomes this self-aware when you get enough scripture and sermons and serving kind of tucked inside of you. And then you realize God wants you to apply it everywhere. It becomes this self-aware daily thing where God is speaking to you. So that's, that's how it happened for me. And I think that's how it happens for uh, a lot of people. That's, that's how it happened for Samuel. Started with Eli. Then he began to have his own experiences. And all of a sudden he began to mentor others through hearing from God, from King Saul to King David and on and on and on. Well, and you mentioned a variety of ways that God has spoken to you, which is exactly why as a church we want people to serve. We want people to be in a small group. We want people to come to church. We want people to read their bops, right? Because yeah. God speaks to us in a variety of ways. We need people to serve, but serving really helps them more than it helps us. Because of what it does in their heart spiritually, serving actually helps people more than it helps the church. We need we need people to serve. Church works better when people serve. But serving ultimately is a discipleship. It's not volunteering. It's growing. I could line up person after person at this microphone, and they would tell you how they've grown by serving. So absolutely. Um, last question. What would you say to the person who, who heard your sermon and, and heard you close uh, on 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 uh, at the end of your message and they you know they heard you say if God is real if if this book is what he's revealed about himself culminating in Jesus and and he let you be here today to hear him speaking 
then you know and then then you have a choice what would you would you present that choice again for those listening especially those who who might be listening who haven't yet responded to God's call to a relationship with him yeah i would i would say this ryan not only for the listener now but for the friend of the listener right i've got a friend i've got a family member who i've always wanted to hear hear the gospel but i don't know how to tell them you need to tell them go listen to this podcast go to whatever minute and second i'm saying this at and tell them Listen to this, because this is what I've been trying to tell you. The whole premise of the message in this series, you know, whispers. Last week we talked about how to hear from God. This week we asked the question, well, why is he speaking? What's the purpose of God speaking? And we say God speaks because he wants to reveal himself to people. He wants people to know him. Why does he want people to know him? Because he's in relational pursuit of them. He wants a personal relationship with them. He knows them. He loves them. He wants to be known by them and loved by them. He wants to have a personal relationship with them. Why is he speaking? He's speaking in real time for eternal reasons. He's speaking to us right now because one day this life will be over and we'll be living in an eternity where our eternal soul will be alive someplace. And and God's saying, I want that to be with me. I want you to be with me. So I'm going to speak to you in real time in your life so you can spend your eternity with me. Why Why is God doing that? Because God loves you. God knows you and God loves you. And God knows that one day you're going to stand before him and he doesn't want you to stand before him and say, I never knew. How come nobody told me? God is saying, I did tell you. Uh, I told you. I told Samuel 3,100 years ago. I told that pastor at that church to tell you. I told them on that Activate podcast day to tell you. So if you're listening and you don't know God, here's what you need to know. God knows you. If you're listening and you don't love God, you need to know God loves you. If you're listening and you think God can never love somebody like me, yes, he could. God loves you. God loves you so much he sent his son to die for you. I had a man in our in our church text me this morning who said the question came up at their small group this morning. If you were in if you were in Las Vegas at the show and the shooting started and you got your family out safe, you had your wife and kids out of the environment safely would you go back and help others if the shooting was still going on? And they said, as they talked about they that, they realized that's what Jesus did. Jesus, while the bullets were still flying, came back to save more. And he continues to do that. And maybe today that is the person listening. You need to know whatever in life has paralyzed you in fear and said, I can't move forward anymore. Jesus is going to come back onto your battlefield and he's going to help you out because he loves you. So you have a choice. You can let God in and begin to follow him, or you can say no. But from this point forward, you can't ever say God didn't tell you. God didn't give you a choice. You didn't know. The reality is God wants to reveal himself to you so he can have a relationship with you because eternity is coming. And in real time, you can make a decision that has eternal consequences. So we ask people at the end of our message, uh, and they can do it at the end of this podcast, if you're hearing that and you're thinking, yep, that's for me, Christian, how do I respond? Pull your car over to the side of the road, shut the door in the room you're sitting in, um, take this podcast and go sit in your car if you're listening at work, uh, and just open your heart to God and pray something like this, God, I realize you revealed yourself to me because you're pursuing a relationship with me. And that you're speaking to me today in real time for eternal reasons. 
So by faith, I open my heart. I give you my life. I'll follow you in my future. I ask you for my eternity. I want to follow Jesus. Tell God you'll give him leadership over your life from this point forward and that you'll commit to follow him the best that you can. Ask God to forgive you for your past, for anything you've done that's kept you disconnected from God, to remove your sin and its consequences from your life so you can be personally connected to God. And then thank him. Thank him for sending his son to die for you. Thank you for sending his voice to speak to you and thank him for the eternal relationship that you'll have with him all because of Jesus. And then when you finish that prayer, you go call your friend that sent you this podcast and say, I want you to know, I just pray to follow Jesus. Um, go, go find a church. If you live in Kansas city, come to our church and tell our next steps team. Hey, I, I prayed this week, um, with Christian on the podcast to follow Jesus, but begin to open your heart because if your heart is open, your ears will hear God speaking to you. We'd love to hear about it as well. You can you can email us at activate at takethejourney.cc. If you live close, man, come to JCI. We'd love to give you a best day ever shirt for the decision that you've made. Uh, thank you, Pastor Christian. You know, as we, as we close today, our hope is that as you go through the 40-day, this be still challenge, that you might really learn to hear the voice of God and draw near to Him. And we just hope that as you continue to listen, that you will make your faith an act of faith. Thanks for being with us today on the Activate Podcast. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Also, if you have enjoyed this podcast, help us get the word out and show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. Please share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.